Hey everybody, this is the Yerpa Derp Football Podcast, and in our inaugural, 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 learn English, you piece of uh, shit. I believe it's pronounced inaugural. Inaugural. Um, oh, hey, okay, all right. Our yeah, inaugural yeah. episode here, uh, we are going to pilot our pilot episode. We're going to uh, do a twelve-man mock between the three of us. We'll introduce ourselves in a moment. Um, and we're going to, this is the third week now of preseason, fourth week of preseason games. Right? No, third. Third week of preseason games. there's only three weeks now. Oh, yeah, there's only three, you know. I always so. count that stupid, uh, Hall of Fame yeah, game. fourth one's a bye, you know. But. Frig. <laughs> the, uh. Frig. So, this is the 28th now, right? 12 o'clock at midnight. Uh, just to give you guys context, we've had a couple of, you know, NFL uh, questions sealed up through the preseason. Like, we now know Jameis Winston's going to be starting and, and Teddy Bridgewater's going to be starting in Denver. Everybody so, sit down. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is the starter in Jacksonville. That's another one. You know, there's a couple other questions that are probably still hanging out there, but there's probably no better time to do our uh, 12-person PPR uh, mock draft at this point. So I'll start off. Uh, my name is Corey. I've been playing since around 2011. Uh, I actually got my start playing with Dalton here, or no, playing in the league we play in together, uh, before Dalton got to Eglin, um, and uh, we've been playing together ever since he got there, uh, but love fantasy football and love podcasting. Yo, 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 um, it's Dalton, we are doing, what, like you said, it's like fucking midnight. The day before our live draft for the Yerpa Derp League, uh, Easley, South Carolina. Um, everybody has either flown or driven eight plus, either driven eight plus hours. What, right? Yours was. Eight, yeah, nine, almost nine hours. About almost nine hours. Yeah. I think we were at what? Five and a half? Yeah. With traffic. We. Would have gotten five if it wasn't for fucking bullshit traffic, but, um, and then we had, what the farthest person was Cody, right? Cody, Cody flew in from Colorado Springs. That is definitely the farthest. Yeah. And, um, so we've got 13 personnel, 12 of which are league members, uh, here sleeping at Jared's house, the commission's house. Um, we are... All the people that flew in got way too fucked up, and they're all passed out now. So all the people that drove in, who showed up later, are now getting fucked up, and we're doing the real... We're... I, I feel like driving gives you the tools to be your own fantasy manager, because now we're here... While they're sleeping, we're here putting in the, putting in the work... Network. Mock drafting. We're cramming. Crunching ADPs. Sucking ECPs. Slamming Millers and Cares. Facts. And really developing a draft strategy. Um, We've also got a third host tonight. It's a sassy little redhead. Yeah, my name's uh, my name's Jacob. I'm from the great province of Saskatchewan. 
I don't know much about American football, but I know a great deal about the National Hockey League. <laughs> I'll be drafting by about a uh, number of teeth. I don't see Sidney Crosby on the ADP, but, you know, we'll make it work. We'll do what we can do. Um, the write-ins. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of weird. I understand that Sidney Crosby ain't on here, but what the heck's going on without having a Celine Dion? Or a Justin Bieber, you know. These fucking yanks down here in America. They don't know shit. <laughs> these pre-existing... <laughs> what is... Well, these pre-existing conditions messing up our universal health care, you know. Glorious. Well, but as, uh, as Dalton alluded to, you know, we hopped in the old sled, the old 2013 F-150. We uh, drove ourselves about five and a half, maybe six calendar hours on over to South Carolina from Nashville, Tennessee. How many kilometers is that? Home of the tobacco farms and the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> the Cracker Barrel. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to give this thing our best shot. I don't know who this Christian McCaffrey guy is, but I don't trust him. He's no good. So, uh, you know, on that note, let's see, let's see what kind of fun we can have here. So we're going to start this draft now. Um, All right. Well, so we don't have drafts. So oh. we've randomly selected our draft selections for this mock draft because how Jared has the commish has us selecting draft order is he will he's got little those little like Walmart solo cup shot glasses and he'll take a sharpie and put 1 through 12 on 12 shot glasses like on the bottom of them flip them over randomize it pour a shot of tequila in there we'll all cheers and take our shot and flip over our shot glass and whichever shot glass you happen to randomly pick up is our draft selection. So we have no idea. There's no way to prep for this league, really. And we just started, and uh, Jacob has the third pick and went with Dalvin Cook. But before him was Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Uh, and then afterwards was Derrick Henry, and here I am at the fifth. Uh, in front of me, I got Barkley, Chubb, Taylor, and Elliott as our running backs that are really out in front. Um, but this year, I'm not as big a fan of most of these guys as I am of Aaron Jones with Aaron Rodgers back, uh, and a Jamal Williams who's gone. So I'm taking, uh, especially with this being PPR, Aaron Jones. If you can, pause it, because I would love for Jacob to have to go on the record and explain to his hometown why he chose Dalvin Cook over Derrick Henry. Um, so I can't pause it, the draft-wise, but we can definitely take our time since you're picking here. No, I think just, especially in a PPR league, I just, I mean, Derek Henry is who he is. He's a bad dude. I just think Dalvin Cook offers you a little more value in a PPR setting. I agree. I thought it was going to be more than that, but. Well. So after that, we have. Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon. Travis Kelsey is our first tight end off the board. Tyreek Hill is our first wide receiver. And then Devonta Adams, Austin Eckler for uh, Dalton here. And then Patrick Mahomes, 
Stephon Diggs, DK Metcalf, Najee Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, and after the second round, I won't be repeating all these. But uh, for my pick here, I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. I want high-volume uh, targets, especially as many receivers as I can get with those kind of volumetric numbers and efficiencies. So. So Antonio Gibson was picked before me. I think I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with AJ Brown. That's a solid pick. So he makes a lot of catches. He also fights after the catch. And then back to me after J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift. I'm going to while I have the opportunity because I think there's only one tier of tight ends that are actually worth a pick before the sixth or seventh round. I'm going to go ahead and take Darren Waller while I have the chance um, just because nice. anything after two or three guys, um, there's just not a lot of value there. There's definitely a big drop-off here on tight end. I'm stuck looking at possibly going running back here, mainly because the late, uh, well, mid to late rounds, there's kind of like a running back dry spell. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Josh Jacobs here. <laughs> Pair him with Aaron Jones. Are you not afraid of... What Josh Jacobs did last year? Not necessarily, no. So two quarterbacks off the board. Looks like Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen are both off within the first three. So my team, I'm drafting at the 12 spot. This is Dalton. I'm drafting at the 12 spot. I. Um, my team is looking at Devontae Adams in the first, and at the, at the turn I took Austin Eckler. So I've got a high-volume, highly talented um, wide receiver at a highly potent offense with um, one of the best uh, quarterbacks to ever play the game. Um, paired with Austin Eckler in a PPR format, Hard to go wrong there. Austin Eckler got, you know, he's 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 guaranteed fifty plus catches. Um, who's going to be in a what I presume to be a or expect to be a high scoring offense? So I can go in a multitude of different ways, but I'm which leaves me the capability of looking at um, the board on what what does the board give me. I've got Miles Sanders available, Chris Carson, Kyler Murray, uh, Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm not too terribly interested in Julio Jones. Um, I could have a whole mock talking about that. But anyways, I'm going to go Chris Carson with my first pick. Uh, Chris Carson, highly talented, uh, high-scoring uh, offense that is – Always dedicated to the run. I'm sorry, all the um, to all the uh, let hashtag let Russ Cook fans, um, but Chris Carson is you know 
old bubblegum chewing ass Pete just loves loves running the rock and Chris Carson's highly talented. He gets a bad knock for being um, uh, injury prone, but believe it or not, he's he's played more games than Aaron Jones in the last four years. So uh, I, I'm I'm good there. So now with having two starting running two RB ones and one wideout one, I would love to go uh, wide out here. However, best player available leads me to believe that Miles Sanders is that just based off for opportunity and position scarcity because finding running backs who have more opportunity than Miles Sanders are non-existent after Miles Sanders. So therefore, I'm going to take Miles Sanders because finding wide receivers with the opportunities of Julio Jones and, you know, CeeDee Lamb are going to be available later on on the backside of the, I believe. I'm safer to bet. All right, so it's coming so, to me now. Quick run on wide receivers. Oh, yeah. Um, I have one wide receiver and two running backs. <clears throat> I'm going to be taking uh, Robert Woods as my second receiver, I think, with uh, Stafford. Which I hope we can all agree that Robert Woods is every year the most like chronically underrated. That's a fact. Um, I think for my next we'll pick... Uh, oh, wait, it's not my turn. I, I thought I was at the turn for some reason. <laughs> I've been drinking a couple of Kier's lots. A couple no, of Kier's for the Kind hair. of in a little bit of a, uh, my pickle here right now after Robert Woods, Julio Jones goes. I have one, one running back, one receiver, one tight end. And I kind of want to take a QB here. There's still Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson available. Um,. But I feel like at the tier of quarterbacks, you know, I have, I have, the, I'm five picks away from my, you know, on the turn, I'm five picks down, so I don't feel as if I'm going to lose out on a quarterback that's going to get me substantial production right now, and I'd like to get at least one more running back or receiver right now so I think who I'm going to take is I'm going to go ahead and take C.D. Lamb in this spot and hope I don't get screwed over on a QB around the end Oof. and there goes two quarterbacks they were like what did you say So after Jacob said he didn't want any quarterbacks to go, Lamar Jackson and then Russell Wilson went, leaving the next highest rated being Justin Herbert, Derek Press, uh, Dak Prescott, and Aaron Rodgers, which are all he is currently in a position well above all their ADPs. So reaching for the said quarterbacks. What's the thought process, Jacob? Um, I think after 
those those two picks directly after mine, I think I need to just with the tier quarterbacks I'm sitting in now, I think I need to go running back again. Um per the sleeper app, Kareem Hunt's the best available. I think I prefer um I think I prefer Miles Gaskin right here. I think everybody would agree. Definitely over Kareem Hunt. But the guy that I was hoping you didn't grab was uh, James Robinson. Well, I grabbed him in our last draft in probably the 12th round. Yeah. Something like that. He just hung out. And yeah. Of course, that was before, uh, the, was before Travis got hurt. Yeah. This was last weekend. But even still, when I saw him there last week, I just... I don't think he was bad enough to warrant all the hype around the rookie that everybody was giving it. I think a lot of times people were saying it was more about the fact that his coaching staff went out and in their mind where he was drafted was like, that's a very intentional pickup. So you did, in fact, take James Robinson? Yeah, I like James Robinson. No, the reason I I didn't take James Robinson there is because... To me, Irvin Meyer is unpredictable right now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's I, that's the whole I, knock I against Yeah, him. I don't think it was a question between James Robinson and and Kareem Hunt. I think it was a decision between James Robinson and Miles Gaskins. Yeah, opinion, which I don't I don't disagree with your choice. I don't understand the Kareem Hunt love over those two. Just because I get the idea. Yeah. The yeah. offense he's Chubb playing. Chubb is there. That's what I'm like. It's like. He's not going to – I don't think he's going to get, like, uh, his ceiling is definitely way lower than the other two, I think. So you went ahead and took Michael Thomas at the end of the fifth round. Ooh-wee. That's a good backup fucking receiver yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, in the the end of the fifth, taking Michael Thomas, uh, I think Jameis Winston can, can feed Michael Thomas. I think I, what he's – Regardless of how many interceptions he threw, he still threw for over 30 touchdowns. Oh, yeah. In yeah. 5,000 yards. Um, I've, I've got no problem with it. And when then, did they see him being back? That's what I was wondering. I know he's still on the pup list. Yeah. I'm not stoked that Michael Thomas Bro, is my number two. Team 11 has not one running back. So they're looking at Team 11 team. has five fucking receivers and one quarterback. That dude is balls to the wall at this moment. Yeah, this bitch finna end up with some... Bitch is gonna, be, gonna get screwed by some game plans. So Somebody start Milton Warden. I, I'm thinking about this pick right now because I, I have pretty decent... I, I wouldn't mind taking a, a wide receiver. off your roster. Uh, so I got Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs, Robert Woods, James Robinson. So... A lot of running backs. Well, I got three running backs, two wide receivers... Uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and take Mapletron here. You called him who? That's Mapletron. Mapletron? He's from Canada. You just got <laughs> Chase Claypool thrown to the top of Jacob's man crush list. He's from where? He's he's from uh, up north in the great wild north. 
Is he from the Yukon or well, British He's not Canada? from Saskatchewan, but yeah. I don't know exactly where he's from. Me, he, he don't he don't pay for a yearly checkup. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he don't pay. For <laughs> yeah, he certainly don't. Um, so currently it's my pick, my team right now: Dalvin Cook, AJ Brown, Darren Waller, Ceedee Lamb, Miles Gaskin. Um. I'm tempted to take just because my ordinary strategy is to try and lean into a quarterback who you know game plan wise isn't gonna screw you over too bad. But I mean, next available we're looking at Tom Brady, and I just don't trust him on a week to week basis. Um, I think instead. I think instead I'm going to lean into, <clears throat> regardless of injury concerns, I'm going to lean into Devontae Smith. Think that talent's going to transition to the NFL? I do. All right, back on the turn around to me, Chase Edmonds, Cortland Sutton just got taken. Um think at this point there's not really a running back on the board that screams at me that they won't be available next round and I think I'm going to take Matt Stafford of the Rams I trust him a little more with Sean McVay than I do either Trevor Lawrence or Tom Brady on a week-to-week basis. A lot of volume. I am going to go with Damian Harris. I have a hard, hard time drafting yeah. anyone in New England. I, used to, I used to feel that way. Uh, I think that with Mac I, Jones starting possibly before the second half of the season, uh, or even at the beginning of the season, uh, depends on what happens here. Um, I think they're going to have to rely a lot on the running back, and he can catch, he can run, and they just traded away Sony Michelle. It seems like maybe they're trying to consolidate, maybe use them again. I mean, they, they have a history when I've played of being a good running back core team that you could rely on with, like, LeGarrette Blunt week to week, you know, and James White. So it's not too crazy to think that it's barren, which I, I used to think that way. I was like, fuck, I'm never touching these guys. But when they traded away Sonny Michelle, I was like, I might take a chance on this dude as a flyer. I mean, Bill Belichick hates fantasy football. I so. also agree with that. I don't like relying on. I just, I don't know. I've had multiple New England running backs just picking up off the waiver wire, depending on the oh, week. Oh, yeah. And, and you think you're going to get the right sometimes one? They, sometimes they land. Most of the times they don't. Oh, yeah. So, look like looks like we've had, for whatever reason, Jarvis Landry... 
<clears throat> Michael oh, Porter, Trey Sermon. At all. He's a bum. You and Jarvis Landry sound like best friends. He's a bum. Trey Sermon taking the eighth round. I think that's a reach. I think Trey Sermon's is a fucking great pick. I think that what's the the report the rumor, I wouldn't say report, but the rumor out of camp is that they're limiting Trey Sermon's touches to prepare him for uh, prepare him for regular season because I think I think Raheem is going to be harder to replace than they think he is. But I don't know. That's going to be a close one. Because he so always I, gets hurt. They said the same thing about me, but there goes Kmart plugging right along like I was never fucking there. <laughs> All right, so currently I have Dalvin Cook, <clears throat> A.J. Brown, Darren Waller, C. Lamb, Miles Gaskin, Devontae Smith, Matt Stafford. Um... I think at this point, as far as best available, I'm looking at Gasecki, Rob Gronkowski, Brandon Cooks next to that. I think who I'm going to take is, um, did pretty well for me last year. Now he's pretty touchdown, he was pretty touchdown dependent, especially with his injury issues. But I think the running back at Arizona. James Conner. Feel pretty comfortable with that. Um, for p- putting another running back on my roster right now. And then back to me around the turn after Chenault, Tyler Boyd are taken. Miles Gasecki's still there. I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable with him at that spot. I think I'll finally go quarterback. And I will take Jalen Hurts. So I see A.J. Dillon went right after Jalen Hurts. How do you feel about A.J. Dillon in the ninth round? It's not bad. I mean, there's opportunity and talent. So all There's definitely talent there. Yeah. And, well, opportunity is part of the timing, right? So you're going to need somebody to go down, essentially. Uh, I don't think he's going to replace Aaron Jones. But that's worth a ninth round output if it's an early enough injury. So I think it's just a lottery ticket pick. It's not that crazy if you consider the fact that uh, you know, Kenyon Drake may not even play. No, I Kenyon Drake I would love hate with. He uh everything is there. Yeah. For him to be a solid fantasy player, even a top five round, I mean, even within the first five rounds, but you just never know. There's always a bum ankle or just don't get put in the game plan, but as far as fantasy goes, you like his game. It's just 
what are you going to see on a week-to-week basis? Yeah. In the ninth round, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, it's not too crazy. Like, ninth round, at this point, I'm I'm taking bets. I'm taking, like, gambles, you know. I'm yeah. like, oh, you know, fuck I, it. I do like Will Fuller in the ninth round. He carried me a few weeks last year before he, uh, before he got popped. But, um... Which he still got, he still has two games... Yeah, he still has two games so suspension, but, but I think Will Fuller's a stud. I think in the ninth round, he's worth he's worth that value there. Especially with, you know, that many targets going his way, you expect him to be almost the same. So you took Zach Moss, <clears throat> running back Buffalo. Ninth round, Dalton. Um, on the turn, who are you looking at? I hate making that pick, Mike Williams. It's not a bad pick. I just well, the reason <laughs> I hate it is just fucking flashy. every year. Yeah. I mean, he, it's Mike Williams. Mike, this is gonna be Mike Williams. Here. This is gonna be Mike Williams. Here. Just seeing how dominant he was in college, and never really seeing that dominance take over. And, and his, uh, you know, we always equate height to touchdowns. And I mean, he's a big dude. Like he's. He's what you would look at as a prototypical. Yeah, we always we always we always say, "Oh no, he's six five, you'll fucking you know, hit him in the red zone." Yeah, but you know the stats don't really support that. Um, and you know, of course, Mike Williams had you know a year or two where he's had fucking you know big touchdowns. But touchdowns in fantasy are the hardest things to replicate. Um, but shit, I mean, in the. Tenth round, you're looking at a if 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 Justin Herbert can continue the trend that he showed off last year, yeah, then Mike Williams in the tenth round, even if he doesn't live up to his hype or he's burned you in the past, it's the fucking tenth round, man. Yeah, tenth round. This is the rounds to make real gambles yeah, that he, will change your fantasy fate throughout the season. Yeah. I mean, after the same round, he was selected. So were what a kicker and yeah, those defenses are going. Yeah, kickers defenses and defenses are going. You know, it's so that's not crazy. Um, oh shit, I'm coming up again. Yeah, so here in the eleventh round, I took Michael Gallup last round. Looking at best available, you got kickers and defenses. Um, I'm going to kind of take a gamble here just because I'm not – I don't really trust Jonathan Taylor. I think I'll go ahead and grab Hines out of Indianapolis right here and just grab him while he's there, and we'll see what happens. Minus bye weeks, I like where I'm at right now, so I feel comfortable taking Hines there. So my uh, my last pick was Elijah Moore, but with my next pick, I'm going to go with Gus Edwards. Uh, such a late round to grab a guy who might have a 50% workload continue over from last season on a team that's run first. 
Uh, granted, he might have a lot of touchdowns vultured from him, from Lamar Jackson. Uh, but I still think it's not a crazy idea if shit shakes out his way to get him in a 12. So somebody... Well, uh, so I'm on the turn, right? I'm at, I'm at 12. I'll, I'll pick 11.12 and I'll pick 12.1. Um, and these are two, P, two players that I've been selecting at the end of uh, all of my mock drafts and, and drafts for, for, for that matter. Uh, one uh, being Jamal Williams. Because I believe in his talent. Anytime he touched the ball in Green Bay, it was electric. It just, unfortunately for him, a more electric player was in front of him in Aaron Jones. Um, he is, I believe, a three-down back. And... Um, you know Swift? Yeah. I think that... Swift's going to have a big load to carry and, you know, injuries happen. And this late in the draft, if Jamal Williams gets a crease or a crevice to wiggle into and build out a roll, even as a – because he's a phenomenal pass blocker as well. If he, if he gets just third down back opportunities, I think he'll, he'll carve out a flex position value for him. Uh, the second person I've been taking is uh, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is a highly, highly talented and physically athletic receiver in the National Football League. He has been a very productive receiver at any team he's played for, whether it be, you know, uh, Atlanta, New England, um, Detroit, wherever. And now he is the number one wide receiver for rookie phenom uh, Trevor Lawrence and number one overall pick Trevor Lawrence. And he finished, by the way, at 14 standard and 18 overall PPR last year. Yeah, and I just got him in the 12th round. 115 targets, 76 receptions. And he, he, he and as a, a, a young rookie quarterback, Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to, to trust – that Marvin Lair, Mar, Marvin is going to be Marvin Jones is going to be where he said he's going to be where he's supposed to be, and that he's going to catch it, and he's in with his size and his athletic abilities, he can trust that Marvin Jones is going to win more than fifty percent of the 50-50 balls that are thrown up to him. So, I I really like Marvin Jones this year. He's a late round flyer that I highly, highly recommend. Right, so after you, Niners defense, Colts defense, Jason Sanders, Baker I'll Manfield, Jason Sanders. Darnell Mooney, Henry Ruggs. All right, so it comes to me. My last pick was Gus Edwards. Um, I'm going to select. Hold on one second. There we go. I'm going to take the risk with Philip Lindsay. Um, with that running back situation, unclear it is as it is, it still needs to feed somebody, and they're probably going to rely on somebody that can they can check down to. Philip Lindsay was amazing in Denver. Um, 
I don't think it's any surprise why they went and got him. So, all right, I took uh, old Rodrigo Blankenship in the twelfth there. Tony Pollard, Matt Ryan, Rashad Bateman, Justin Fields went after that. I'm back on the clock. And one pick I feel comfortable with, and I have continually uh, have made this pick multiple times. I still like T.Y. Hill. Is he still there? Especially in the 13th round. Yeah, I was like... I can't believe he was still on the board. Um, I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers. Um, I've got one last pick before... I have to go kick your defense. And I'm going to use it on Cole Beasley, a PPR stud. He might not even play this year. That motherfucker refuses to go get a COVID vaccine. He was like, fuck you. You can't make me. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's like, uh, I don't care how much money you take from me. Whereas for me... I'd be like, I do care how much money you take from me, and I'll go get it right now. I get two. Funny thing about me is, I love money. I do give a shit about money. Yeah. Oh, it's on me. Duh. All right, so uh, this is the fourteenth round. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I guess a flyer here on uh, Gio Bernard. Uh, him coming into the Bucks uh, with a very equivalent role to James White and with Tom Brady there. I think it's a no-brainer that he's trying to replicate his favorite safety valve. Alright, so after Gio, Rondell Moore was taken. I'm back on the clock. I still have not locked in a defense. Um, so looking in the 14th round, I'm not quite sure why the Titans defense is even on the board, but I'm going to go ahead and take Vic Fangio's Broncos D in the 14th. Nice. Well, shit. Coming back around to me, the number three pick, uh, Marquez Callaway got taken. Um, and second pick of the round, which was honestly what I was kind of banking on there. What? Instead, instead, I think, um, I 
think I'm gonna take a flyer on Hubbard out of Carolina. Not anything that makes me certain there, but I think there is the potential. Um, and if it turns out not to be the right pick, I don't, I don't mind dropping him and picking up something on the waiver wire. I am going to be using my last pick to get my first tight end. Um, I don't recommend that. But I'm going to go with Cole Kmet. Uh, you know, it wasn't bad as a rookie. We'll see what happens this year. What, uh... What made you feel better about him over Hooper? Hooper or Trotman? More about well, Trotman's injured this year. That's why he's fallen so far. Um, I they think it's season ending. I think. Well, last thing I saw, he was only going to be out. You know, first three weeks of the season. Oh, is that it? Because if that's it, I would have. Well, I probably would have rather grabbed him. I thought it was going to be longer than that. Uh. But I will say it was more between Hooper for me and Komet, and uh, I actually like the idea of having Justin Fields take over that offense with the weapons they have, and uh, I think that you know a lot of younger quarterbacks are going to have to rely on their tight ends. Uh, so with the production he had, that was pretty decent as a rookie, which is saying a lot. I hope that it's a gamble and it pays off. Because I waited way too long. Alright, so what all did we end up with? I I ended up with the number three pick. Dalvin Cook, A.J. Brown, Darren Waller, CeeDee Lamb, Miles Gaskin, Devonta Smith, Matt Stafford, James Conner, Mike Gusecki, Michael Gallup, Naheem Hines, Rodrigo Blankenship, T.Y. Hilton, Broncos D, and... Chubba Hubbard. Love it. Love the name. Um, so I was at five. Uh, I had Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs, Robert Woods, James Robinson. Uh, we're at the six here. Chase Claypool, Damian Harris. And I went with Antonio Brown, Jalen Hurts, Elijah Moore, Gus Edwards, Philip Lindsay, Jacoby Myers, and Gio Bernard, or Gio Bernard and Cole Komet. And uh, so Dalton was last. Uh, he had uh, Devonta Adams, Austin Eckler, uh, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Michael Thomas, Aaron Rodgers, Robbie Anderson, Logan Thomas. I like that pick that late, too. Uh, Zach Moss, Mike Williams, Jamal Williams, Marvin Jones, Cole Beasley, and then grabbed Miami and uh, New England's defenses uh, last. So, I, not a bad draft. Uh, even the guy who went five receivers back-to-back-to-back to back to back has three running backs somehow that don't... Well, no, they all look terrible. That dude's going to have a rough season. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess that's why we do these mocks is to see what we might get at these different positions. We don't know what we're going to have tomorrow for our draft picks at this point. But I love doing these mock drafts on the Sleeper app. Um, 
And uh, hopefully we can get you guys a second episode tomorrow during or after the draft so we can discuss uh, what happened. And hopefully we can uh, come in here not upset with the teams that we have. But uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Do you have any last words? Dalton already fell asleep. No, I just just hope tomorrow we don't uh, draft too much under the influence after playing around the golf and... We're able to at least make somewhat educated decisions and not just throw our money out the window. Yeah. I feel like this is a master plan of Jared's. Get us all wasted waking up early, going to sleep late. But, all right. See see you all next time. I was going to say seagulls next time.